The Film Freak Show with Leo Quinones is powered by Krikorian Premier Theaters, where movie-going is always a premier event. Krikorian Theaters, the preferred theater of The Film Freak Show. Locked into the Film Freak Movie Talk Show, America's longest movie talk show. My name is Leo Quinones, broadcasting on the CRN Digital Talk Radio Network. Podcasts available on Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Spotify, Apple Podcast Network. Yes, thank you for being here. Thank you to Entertainment Earth. And if you go to entertainmentearth.com, you're going to get 10% off whatever you buy. The promo code is Film Freak. Uh, my guest today, wow, he is... A master of makeup, Oscar winner for Lemony Snicket's A Series of Unfortunate Events, Deadpool 1, 2, and 3, Indiana Jones 5, coming out June 2023, the man who creates a thousand faces, Mr. Bill Corso. Bill, hello, sir. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. I am excited too. Did I have my dates mixed up? No, 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 you you were great. Uh, my brain is mixed up. Um, and, but I did catch that you said Deadpool 3, which was just announced. So hopefully I'll be brought back. <laughs> okay, I'll hope with you. I'll hope with all my might because that is the coolest franchise that you're involved with. And, uh, and I'm pulling it's for you, brother. It's pretty great. Yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah, I've had more people tell me how much they love Deadpool than, and very odd people love Deadpool. <laughs> it's pretty great. Yeah. It's Ryan Reynolds, isn't it? Because really, if you think about National Lampoon's Van Wilder, that is Deadpool without the red leather suit on. It's it's all Ryan Reynolds. And without shooting people. Yeah, no, he, he Ryan, it, yeah, absolutely. Ryan, it's the perfect meld of actor and material. You know, he, I think he's been rehearsing his whole life. Mm, yeah. <laughs> to play Deadpool. Although, you know, since Deadpool, this last couple of movies, Free Guy and now The Adam Project, yes. he's really wonderful in. But, you know, to me, especially when he does the voiceover in Free Guy, I can't help but thinking it's Deadpool narrating. <laughs> <laughs> he just, he's going for those great, fantastical movies that remind you of your childhood. And that's a pretty good thing to shoot for. You know, it's a great wheelhouse to be in for sure. Yeah, right. Exactly. Well, let's talk about you. Bill Corso must be there for hours. Okay. Like you have to prepare for the subject. So the subject is not even there yet. So you get all the makeup ready and then you have to apply for hours sometimes the subject. And I imagine you are on set for the filming if something goes wrong and then you're there to take off the makeup. How do you break that down into hours? Sometimes we are the very first people in and the very last people to leave. A 17, 18 hour day is not is not out of the ordinary for us. And you just get used to it. You know, it's it's I was the kid who, you know, I probably much like you 
I was the night owl. You know, I would sleep till noon, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, you know, and and stay up all night. But you know, this this job is kind of um, it kind of turns you your timetable on its head. Usually, I'm sometimes going to work at three o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. and I'm I'm getting home at nine. It can be a little exhausting sometimes, uh, depending on the project. But it's also so exhilarating to do. And it keeps, you know, it just keeps you on your toes. And then, you know, you do that for three, four straight months and, and then you collapse mm-hmm. for a couple of months. That's what I was, I was getting to that. Four and five and maybe even six days a week. How do you keep up that crazy pace? A lot of drugs. <laughs> um, no, you know, you do. Uh, it, and it's, it's funny because I'm even off caffeine, so I don't know how the hell I do it. You know what I do? Here's my secret. My secret is, and many, you, you can ask anybody that does what I do. Yeah. You know, we do it because we love it. And I, I would be doing it if I wasn't getting paid for it, and if I wasn't working. Not that I want anybody to not pay me anymore. The people that do what I do, that do makeup, and that especially do uh, special makeup like I do, specialize, you know, we do it because we've done it since we were kids. It mm-hmm. is our dream to mm-hmm. do this. And we have such a love of movies and such a love of art and creating characters and working with the actors and working on these movies, some of which I've been incredibly blessed mm-hmm. to work on movies that I loved. We all loved as kids. And right. I'm getting to, you know, stand on set, you know, on a Star Wars movie or on a Indiana Jones movie or movies that we just all loved. And, and I'm there working and I'm like, it's a dream job, you know, so my adrenaline keeps me going. I haven't really listened to a word you said after you said I quit coffee. <laughs> I drink decaf coffee as a placebo. <laughs> <laughs> and a little a little caffeine gets in there. <laughs> so when you're on the 14th, 15th, 16th hour on set and you know that you have to take the makeup off, does it ever are you ever grumpy? That's what I'm asking. No, I try not to be. I mean, look, a, a lot of what we do is, I mean, we're wearing the hat of a makeup artist. You're not just a makeup artist. You're also a, a therapist. You're a, you Why? Know, a, a doctor. Why you're, are you a therapist? <laughs> the the, the actor actors, is venting? Actors need sometimes need a little a little help. <laughs> so you're there with them. You're, you're providing enthusiasm and input, your energy. They feed off your energy because let's face it, mm. you are in their right. face more than any other person. Mm-hmm. More so than a hairstylist is standing behind them, you know, tweaking one hair, you know, the director is talking to them or yelling at them or giving them direction. But as a makeup artist, you're in their intimate space in front of them and staring into their eyes and looking at them to make sure everything's right. And you're that last person they see before they perform. And so you can dictate sometimes their mood. And if they're in a bad mood, you can lift them up out of that, you know? So a really great makeup artist is, you know, again, wears many hats. And that's part of my job, I think, is is to keep the actors in the perfect headspace to do their job, you know? So we laugh a lot. We have a great time. I always try to keep my enthusiasm up. If I don't say a word and I remain uh, like neutral, Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen me like that on a set or anybody ever sees me like that on a set, I'm sure you've heard that expression where somebody says, what's wrong? Hmm. Are you okay? Because (laughs) I'm never like that. I'm always up and trying to keep a positive energy. And the actors really appreciate that. The directors appreciate that because they see that relationship and how important it is. And if I don't end a job where some, the director and the producers thank me for that, for being that, you know, then I didn't do it right. 
Right. Let me take you back to an instance. You're in the makeup chair and there is an actor venting to you. Okay, you don't have to give me the name, but just give me the situation where you talked him out of the trees. Well, it's there's that's a lo- there's a lot of years of experience there because there are also times where you know you can say the wrong word and set an actor down a dark path. You know, they Well, they then you have to so tell me one of those their- later. <laughs> They, they get so up in their head. But you know something? It's just, it's encouragement. It's, it's knowing the actor, the performance they're doing. Let's say, for example, I did a film called Foxcatcher mm-hmm. with Steve Carell. Right. And he was playing, and Channing Tatum, and the two of them were playing characters that were incredibly outside of their comfort zones. Mm-hmm. And the director was very hard on them. And both of them were very unsure of every move they made, every take they were unsure So that movie was a constant reaffirming that they're doing a good job, trust their instincts, you know, constantly giving them positive reinforcement because they weren't getting it much elsewhere. And it got the guys through and just telling, reminding them, it's like this director is an amazing director. He knows what he's doing. You got to trust in him and you got to trust in your instincts. As a, as a great actor. And the guys, you know, you, you forget that once in a while. And, and again, when you're swinging for the, for the fences, it's, it's, it's a little scary sometimes. And, and at the end of the film, you know, um, even, even then, every day, they, would, they, they weren't sure if they right. did the job. And gotta so take, you're constantly helping them. Got to take a break, Bill. Bill Corso is our guest, the amazing makeup artist. And you're locked into the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. This is George McFly's favorite radio show. Three action figures from the Batman movie. You or someone in your life must have these figures. This is a gritty early portrayal of the Riddler, Catwoman, and the Cape Crusader. But first, you've got to know friends with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show for over 20 years. EntertainmentEarth.com, the online destination for collectors of mint condition items like the Batman movie action figures. The Riddler. What's the ice pick for? Catwoman and her trusty whip. And what's the Batman without his grappling hook? All come with posable stands, all ready to kick ass. Get all three and receive free shipping and take 10% off your order right now by using the promo code FILMFREAK. That's 10% off every order at entertainmentearth.com. One more time, the Batman action figure set, free shipping, and 10% off. Use promo code FILMFREAK. Leo Quinones is the film freak. Oh, you men are all alike. Seven or eight quick ones and you're off with the boys to boast and brag. You better keep your mouth shut. Oh, I think I love him. All right. Two guys who love young Frankenstein. Welcome back to the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. My guest is Oscar winner Bill Corso. And I got to ask you, Bill, the Batman has made over a half a billion dollars already at the box office. And I wanted to get your quick thoughts on Colin Farrell's penguin makeup because you have been working with Mike Marino. Just what did you think as a moviegoer to see the Batman? Well, first of all, I've seen it twice. Mm -hmm. uh, Me too. Because I really enjoyed it. I'm a big Batman fan, always have been. And... I've always been very critical <laughs> mm-hmm. of all the Batmans and all the villains and all the, and very specifically the makeups. 
And I'm a big fan of Matt Reeves, director. I think mm-hmm. he did a, a really great job. Mm-hmm. You know, he finally brought the Dark Knight detective into the film world, which we've never really seen the right. detective side of him, which I really liked. I really thought Patterson did a good job. I was very impressed and I did not have high hopes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so he really impressed me. I, they all did. Uh, Zoe impressed. Uh, she was wonderful. And Colin, uh, what Mike did on Colin is I honestly next level. Been something happening in the past five to 10 years, character makeups and the people that have grown up watching you know, the great Rick Bakers and Dick Smith and, and these amazing, you know, makeup artists of, of Stan Winston created some iconic characters, honestly taking it to the next level. Kazuhiro, who did, you know, The Darkest Hour and mm-hmm. what, what Kazu did on Bombshell. And now what Mike's doing on Batman and, and Oscar nominated right now for Coming to America, the, you know, the sequel where he recreated all of Rick Baker's original makeups. And they're just astounding. Right. And you worked on that, too, did you not? I did. I did. Mike was nice enough to invite me down to work on the barbershop uh, sequence, which, you know, who isn't a huge fan of that? Right. Especially as a a makeup geek. You know, I'm that was that's like some of the best makeups ever in the original. And to be able to recreate those and really up the ante, which I think really pissed Rick off (laughs) in a loving way. Because it was such a, a beautiful tribute to his work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Mike really, he raises the bar, you know, every time he's doing something, which is amazing. How is Eddie Murphy in the makeup chair as a person? Eddie's great. There's some interviews with Eddie that are out right now about coming to America where he, you know, a lot of these actors, they, they do, after a while of doing these makeups, they get they get fed up with it. And it's a lot. It's a lot to sit there and be needled and touched and prodded and mm-hmm. glued and you know, it can get to you. You know, it can get to the best of people. But Eddie has found this way to kind of zen out. He'll put a movie on. He puts a big, we have a big screen TV and he just watches what movie? TV or a movie. And he's great. He doesn't move. He's just, he's just the perfect mm-hmm. model. And he, he says, you know, to his own words, he was inspired watching it every day. And it just made him excited again to be those characters and to, and to wear the makeups again. He said Mike brought that back to him because he's he's had some bad experiences in the past. Mm-hmm. And he said this was really wonderful. What movies does Eddie Murphy, can you recall any movies that he had on during the makeup sessions? He would watch. I wasn't there all the time because Mike was specifically doing Eddie mm-hmm. and I helped out on Arsenio and, and the other guys. But, you know, he watched the like the very first test. He put on Richard Pryor live in concert <laughs> and, and laughed like he'd never seen it before. Um, but you know, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Such- wait a minute. There's two problems with that. OK, one, like you said, he's laughing like, you know, when you're getting a haircut, don't move. Don't move. Don't move. Don't move. And then if you're painting uh, something on his face, then you laugh and then you can get a a stutter. I mean, isn't... Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get a... a, a, Well, luckily, this type of makeup isn't a straight line. So (laughs) there is... There are moments where you can have a good time. And he would would laugh, you know, quietly. I mean, like, he would laugh to himself and he would... You know, he was obviously loving it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it wasn't like slapping your knees and like falling out of the chair laughing, but it was really, he just it was taking such joy and it took his attention, which was great. So your commitment to coming to America, I'm trying to figure out how you plan your year in terms of jobs. Okay, 2022, this is coming up, this is coming up, this is coming up. Do you lot time or... How does that work? I'm just curious. Well, it changes all the time. I mean, 
I'll get contacted for jobs six, five, six months out. They'll mm-hmm. call me. Like I've been called for next fall and for this coming fall, you know, and, and you know, Ryan texted me about Deadpool 3, which doesn't start till next April. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I know well ahead of time for some projects. And I was getting towards the end of this last project that I did. I started getting calls for this spring for this now. So, you know, if you, you decide which one you're going to do, if you're that lucky and you just say, okay, this is my, this is my time. I'm blocked out for this window. Mm-hmm. And if something comes up after that, you try to fit it in. There are many that overlap or that the timing doesn't work, which is, you know, unfortunate. Aren't you doing some pre-production for any given title? You give some sketchers or, or you give your, um, your take on what you think it should be and does that run into what you're doing currently well it's it's easy for me to do conceptual work for people while i'm working there's always time i can do that there's a few projects coming up that will overlap the one i'm i've committed to but i've told them that i'll help conceptualize you know and come up with ideas just to get them on the right track so i i still do that you know and especially if it's friends and you know, I had uh, an actor I just worked with on a film was going to is going to do a movie. He wanted to look a certain way in the film. And so I helped conceptualize it for him and made him a fake nose. And, mm. you know, he had some teeth made. So, you know, sometimes you can you can allow things to slip in. It's And that's fun. OK, Oscar quick, really quick. Twenty twenty two Oscars uh, coming to America. Cruella, Dune, The Eyes of Tammy Faye, House of Gucci. All great movies. And I'm an Academy governor and we're thrilled. You know, my branch is thrilled that we've got such a strong year of five great films. It's hard. It's really hard sometimes to find five films that in our eyes are all winners. And I think this year they're all they're all winners. It's all brilliant work. And to be fair to all of them, it's apples and oranges at this point. You know, there's a moment at the nominees luncheon, which we had a week ago, where they're told that what's wonderful about that event is everyone is celebrated at the same level. Wow. They're all winners at that moment. And there's no competition at that moment. It's just a it's just a celebration of every nominee at the same level. And there's no promoting. It's just it's just a pure, a wonderful event. And and that's what's great about it. You know, okay. at this moment in time. They're just you. They've been told, and I and I told okay. the guys at my table. I gotta, you got to take a break, buddy. I'm I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Bill Corso on the Oscars. We'll be right back with more. Are you tired of drinking vodka that makes you gag? Well, then fix it. Fix vodka, American made, high alkaline non-acidic, non-GMO, 100% vegan, and gluten-free. Plus, a woman, Marilyn Miklas, is the creator and founder of Fix Vodka. The smooth taste of Fix Vodka just makes it go down easy. Fix Vodka recently won the double gold medal at the San Francisco Spirits competition. Fix is going global. The highest and most prestigious award given for spirits in the entire world. Get your Fix Vodka now at FixVodka.com. That's FixVodka.com. Do you remember when Ace Ventura was trying to figure out the true identity of Ray Finkel? He was undercover visiting Shady Acres. 
Ace's hair was wild and he was wearing a tutu. You remember now. But first, you've got to know friends with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show for over 20 years. EntertainmentEarth.com, the online destination for collectors of mint condition items like this 8-inch Ace Ventura action figure, complete with two head sculpts. Plus, you get to take an extra 10% off your order right now by using the promo code FILMFREAK. That's 10% off every order at EntertainmentEarth.com. One more time, Ace Ventura in all his glory. You'll automatically get 10% off by using the promo code FILMFREAK. If you're a Jim Carrey fan or an Ace Ventura nut, this is the action figure for you. Get 10% off. Use the promo code FILMFREAK. Leo Quinones is the Film Freak. Now, that brain that you gave me, was it... Hans Delbrooks? No. Ah, good. Uh, would you mind telling me whose brain I did put in? And you won't be angry? I will not be angry. Abby someone. Abby someone. Abby who? Abby normal. Abby normal. I'm almost sure that was the name. Are you saying that I put an abnormal brain into a seven and a half foot long, 54 inch <laughs> wide gorilla? What? Is that what you're telling me? I, I just can't get enough. Bill Corso, he just can't get enough. All right. I got a, a question about a classic for you. There's a production coming up with Rod, Rob Zombie as the director, a production of The Munsters. Have you got a call on that one? I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited about that movie. You um, yeah, no, I, I am. I, that was done. Uh, I found out about that after the fact. And, and, uh, if you if you check my resume, I I've done. I was lucky enough to have done a Munsters film, and uh, and I thought ours was really well done and really classy. Mm-hmm. And I was very proud of the makeups that we did. We did John Landis produced and wrote it, and it's called Here Come the Munsters. We did it many years ago, and it was for a TV. It was a TV movie, and uh, Edward Herman played Herman. Veronica Hamill played Lily. It was a great cast. Robert Morse, Broadway's Robert Morse played Grandpa. But this new one is I'm very excited about. Rob's a huge fan, and, you know, it looks like a lot of respect has been paid to it. And a very good friend of ours, uh, Dan Roebuck, is playing Grandpa, and I'm I'm excited. And Dan came to visit me when I did my version, because I knew he was such a huge fan. Mm. So, So again, it's like, here's a huge mega fan getting to just live out a dream. So mm. I'm, I'm incredibly excited about it. So speaking about being a huge mega fan, I, I have to imagine that Raiders of the Lost Ark was one of those transformative films for you as it was for me. It was just, just otherworldly and just incredible action, adventure, love. Mystique. For a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and here you are, Bill Corso, on Indiana Jones 5. So... What does that do? Are you excited beyond belief or are you, well, this is what it is. Maybe it takes some of the magic out of it. Probably a little bit of both because you're so intimately involved. Mm -hmm. But there's never a day that goes by that I don't thrill to the fact that I'm doing what I'm doing. And 
where I am and who I'm with. And and if I forget, all I got to do is turn the music on. <laughs> but you get the call. The you, you get the call that you're doing Indiana Jones 5. How did that come about? My very first, I've been with my client, Mr. Ford, since Indiana Jones 4. Mm. It was my first film I did with him. And I've done 14 films with him at this point. So it's that's an amazing, again, it, you know, as a kid, you're watching these movies. Star Wars was such a life-changing moment for me. And to be able to hook up with him, work on films with him, to be able to stand on the Millennium Falcon with him, to be able to stand next to a spinner on the Blade Runner set, mm. you know, for Blade Runner 2049. And then to see him, you know, throw a whip a bad guy. There's no greater joy, I got to tell you. <laughs> I've been incredibly blessed. And, you know, as friends would point out, I, I, there's a lot of hard work to get to this point. But I've been very lucky. Is he like, um, there's no discussion. Bill Corso will be doing my makeup. Is that yeah. just real? It's a will. I'm in the contract, which is amazing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I know you can't tell us anything about Indiana Jones 5, but what can you tell us? (laughs) I'm hoping it's going to be great. (laughs) Um, We've got a new director, James Mangold. Yeah. Who, if you know Mangold's movies, like last year, Ford versus Ferrari and Walk the Line and and Logan, which was awesome. The guy's a great filmmaker and, and a great writer. Mm-hmm. If his first film was wrote and directed Copland, which is a yeah. Sylvester Stallone movie, which is just fantastic. Brilliant. He's a really talented filmmaker and he's full of energy and full of life. And he's he's a fan. But I think we're going to get a film that's very respectful of what everybody wants and of the character Got and it. of, of Got what it. it deserves. And I and I Bill- that's what all I can say. You said it well. Bill Corso, the amazing Oscar-winning makeup artist, thank you for being on the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. It is my honor and such a pleasure. And will you come back? Dude, I, I, anytime. I love you and I love the show and uh, keep, keep spreading the gospel. Thank you, buddy. And remember, whether it's Indiana Jones or Deadpool, you just got to remember, keep hanging every time with the Film Freak Movie Talk Show. Whoa! Something about the way this love.